Hello and welcome to the Yarniacs podcast. This is episode number 127, which we are recording on Tuesday, November 8th, 2016, which happens to be election day here in the U.S. I'm Gail. And I'm Charlene. And please excuse the oh-so-sultry voice. I've been sick and my voice is still recovering, so I apologize in advance for any coughs that you may hear in the background, too. And in our 80-degree weather, November 8th, and it's 80 (laughs) degrees out in Santa Cruz. It's quite crazy. So what are you wearing in this crazy heat wave? I am not wearing it currently, but I'll talk about what I have been wearing a lot of since I switched out some sweaters and things in my wardrobe. I switched out some of my summer tops with some of my fall sweaters, not the deep <laughs> it's winter a small, sweaters. It's a, a very slow transition. Here yes, winter. it is. So every time I think it's going to be cold enough to wear a sweater, this happens. Yeah, haven't dug out the deep winter sweaters. Obviously, I have been wearing my Via Gent. I'm not wearing it right this minute because of the aforementioned 80-degree weather, but I have been wearing it this week because our mornings typically have been starting out in the 40s. So in the mornings, it's cool. Afternoons have been getting up to high 70s. Last couple of days, it's been 80s, and then it comes off. (laughs) Vigent is a shawl designed by Martina Beam, that I knit back in 2014. My yarn was a Stitches West purchased that year. I have the, let's see, it's from Miss Babs. It is the now discontinued Miss Babs Kilimanjaro. And she had these big jumbo skeins of this yarn specifically for Viagent. Everybody in the booth was wearing, I think, yeah. or many of the folks who were working in the booth were wearing Viagent, and it was impossible to resist, and I bought the big jumbo skein, and Gail bought a big yep. jumbo skein. We both knit it that year. It's a fun garment because it's a shawl that's knit in a tube, like a poncho, but not quite a poncho. It's a cross between a poncho and a shawl because it does have the triangular point on one side or back or front, depending on how you choose to wear it. And it's got a cowl collar that you can wear. And so you can bunch up the garment all the way. If you're really, if you don't want any warmth on your shoulders, you can bunch it up under your neck and wear it almost as a cowl, but a very, very drapey long cowl. Or you can pull it down over your shoulders and your arms and your upper torso to get warmth that way. It's a fun garment, and I was switching out my sweaters, my fall sweaters, with some of my summer sweaters, and I found this, and I hadn't worn it in a long time, so I was really happy to put it to use again. (laughs) My favorite adjective to describe the agent is dramatic. Yes, it is. It's very dramatic because if you pull it down, it's so long. Yeah, and I actually wore mine to work this past weekend and had so many nice comments about it. Lots of folks really liked it, wanted to make one right away. (laughs) (laughs) I think it has that effect once people see how it looks because when you look at it on the pattern page, 
it's a little bit difficult to understand how it looks. And then when you put it on, it's, it is very dramatic. And, oh, wow. Yeah, this it's is kind great. of a showstopper. Yeah, yeah. It's a really fun garment. Although it does take forever. Did <laughs> you mention the yardage? The yardage, yes. I believe the pattern calls for 1,700 yards. I yeah, think. it calls yeah. for a lot of yards. Yes, 1,700 yards. I knit mine a little bit shorter than the pattern called for. So mine only used 1,280 only. yards. <laughs> but still, it's a lot of yarn, a lot of knitting, a lot of stockinette in the round, but I found it enjoyable. Yeah, I can't wait to wear mine again. Yeah. I've been waiting for it to get chilly enough. Yeah. So how about you, Gail? What are you wearing? I, because of the aforementioned heat, am wearing an item also from Stitches West 2014, <laughs> but it's actually a skirt. There is a company that I can't remember the name of, but they've been there at least the last two years, and they do sell some interesting yarn, but they also sell these beautiful layered silk wraparound skirts. And the first year we saw them, Charlene and I each bought a skirt, and it's just really light and pretty and bright, and it's just perfect for today's weather. It is. So I decided, okay, well, since I don't feel like wearing knitwear because it's too warm, I'll wear something else that came from a Stitches event. Yeah. And it's not very often that we find any kind of regular clothing. Occasionally there's a t-shirt from yeah. the event. but Right, but to find a skirt is kind of unusual. Yeah. <laughs> and it's super comfortable and I actually, you know, depending on what other patterns and prints they have, and they're very unique, beautiful prints. The fabrics, even get another yeah. one. Yeah, they're and so light and airy. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to see it. The little tag is sticking out, but it doesn't say the name of the brand. 80% silk, 20% viscose. So very light, very nice. And that's what I'm wearing. Okay. What have you been stocking? Well, I've seen over the past few weeks several really cool free patterns pop up. And they've been popping up uh, in the hot right now list and then in my, what do you call that? My suggestions? Yeah, something Your, like that. Yeah. Suggested for you. Yeah. Recommended for you. Recommended for you area because they're similar to something that I've knit before or by designers that I've favorited or knit or liked before that sort of thing so I just wanted to point out a couple of them that I've found that I thought would be really good for holiday knitting and by holiday knitting of course I mean it could be something that you knit for a gift but holiday knitting also means knitting that you yourself do and accomplish over the holidays while you're sitting with family or visiting or traveling or dealing or, with the stress or dealing with stress <laughs> or just sitting at home if you're foregoing all of the aforementioned things <laughs> that's so tempting this year oh i know i know <laughs> We even price tickets to Hawaii, but they're so outrageous oh, during the holidays. We said, nope, not going to yeah. do that. Yeah. So if you are so inclined to either knit something over the holidays or possibly knit gifts, some of these might be good for you to knit and stay sane over the holidays. I found one sock pattern and then three hats, and they're all free patterns on Ravelry. The first one is called the Spree Socks, and they're by Kemper 
Ray, and they are knit in 175 to 200 yards of DK white yarn. Oh, so possibly one skein, for example, you could do it with one skein of Malabrigo Rios, that kind of thing. They're knit cuff down and they're shorty socks. They're not quite anklets because they've got ribbing. They're a little bit above the ankle, so I wouldn't call them anklets. I would call them shorty socks. So I would think they are anklets. They're not, um, I think of anklets as they go around your ankles. Right. But and you're this right. Is, this is a little bit above the Yeah, ankle. you're right. You're right. So it could be you anklets. Could, yeah. <laughs> they're, the light, they're the length I like my socks to be. Yeah. They're actually a really nice length, I think, to wear under things. One of the photos has somebody wearing pajama bottoms with the socks. <laughs> and I thought that was really cute. <laughs> So shorty socks. So it's possibly a quicker project if you are a sock knitter. 175 to 200 yards is the recommended yardage. It comes in three sizes. I haven't looked at the pattern, so I can't say whether it would be a simple pattern to follow or not. But I, I'm thinking that if you've probably if you've knit socks before. You can follow those numbers and go. And can I just say that White Birch Fiber Arts has the most beautiful self-striping DK white yarn. Oh, really? I knit my tall 80 slouch socks using their, I can't remember the name of the colorway, but it's grays and turquoises, and they have... Oh, I remember that. Yeah, she sells yes. it in sock weight and DK yeah. weight, all of her colorways. So it's, it, that's instantly what I saw when I looked at those oh, pictures. Okay. Like, oh, I think it'd be a fairly quick knit. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. So again, that's the Spree Socks by Kemper Ray. The second pattern that I found is the Margot Hat by Margot Allen. It is a ribbed and stockinette hat with a horizontal braid dividing the two stitches. And the pattern page says that it is something called Surface Crochet. To create the little braid, oh, which brilliant. is yeah, which is interesting. The supplies oh, that's cool. supplies for or the materials list for the pattern requires a crochet hook. I think you probably just do a chain on the outside yeah. of the hat, and it looks like there's two chains actually. Yeah, it does. So I'm going to try this one. I think. Next, once I get over being obsessed with my current sweater knit, <laughs> I still have another hat on the needle, so I'll finish that hat. But I'm really anxious to try this one just for the little horizontal braid. It reminds me of the... Oh, that was poo. <laughs> it reminds me of the Elizabeth Doherty yeah. sweaters that yep. Gail and I love that have the horizontal braid on the back. This is a similar effect not achieved in the same way, but a similar effect. So I, I really like the look of that. Yeah, I can't wait to hear what you think of that yeah. technique because that's really cool. It, it does look fun. Yeah. So that's the Margot hat by Margot Allen. The third pattern that I found is a free hat by Justina Lorkowska. I like that one. Yeah, called Tide Knots. And this is a cabled, slightly slouchy knit hat in DK yarn. So it 
since it's slouchy, it still uses about 210 to 219 yards is the estimate. But because it's slouchy, it takes a little more yarn. But again, another one skein project for DK white yarn if you've got 200 yards in your skein. The yarn that she uses for her hat in the sample is a luxury blend. It's got merino, yak, and silk. But if you had a skein of a basic merino, I think it would look fabulous in that too. It looks like a, a pretty fun, cable-y hat. And it's really nice of her to offer that pattern for free for yeah, the holidays. Yeah. And the third hat that I really like is... Another basic rib and stockinette hat. This one's got a slouch, slouchy element to it, on a wider ribbed area. It's called the photographer hat by Lavagna Patricella. And that one is knit in worsted white yarn. I think it's pretty basic and easy. 150 to 160 yards is recommended. I think this would be great for a gift for example for somebody who you didn't maybe didn't know so well or didn't know their style this one is basic enough so that is once again that's the photographer hat by Lavagna Patricella so that is what I have been stocking how about you Gail what have you been stocking well speaking of holiday knitting and gift knitting in general Helen Stewart is about to come out oh, with yes. her first knit knit Yes, pattern. I'm glad you mentioned that because I had intended to mention it too. Yes, I've been waiting patiently because that's all you can do when you're waiting <laughs> for something like that. Her first pattern, there will be six patterns in the knit bent collection. And the first one comes out Thursday, November 10th, which is two days from now. So by the time you are listening to this, it will be available. And she said that there will be, they're all accessory patterns, including one shawl. And like her previous knit bends, I think this is either the third or fourth year she's done it. Mm -hmm. She has had mitts and hats and cowls and a sh she's had shawls, beautiful shawls. And I think those are the main things she has done in all different weights with many different design elements. And it's always really fun. So for six weeks in a row... You get a pattern in your Ravelry library once a week. And it's really fun. The idea being like an advent calendar that you open and, oh, look at the cool thing I get. So very excited about that. And Helen has offered five copies or subscriptions, you might say, to KnitVent for those of you who are listening. So I will open a thread and I don't know what the prompt will be yet, but there will be a thread and we will choose five winners and announce them on the next episode. Yay. Yeah, super cool. Thank you so much, Helen. That's so nice of you. And also, the Indie Gift Along is happening again this year, and I believe it starts November 20th or 22nd. And if you're not familiar with that, there is a group on Ravelry. Just search Indie Gift Along, and it's a group of many indie designers who come together and offer discounts on their patterns for a period of time. I think it's about a week. And then there is a subsequent knit along for any patterns by those designers and there are prizes and it's super fun. There's a lot of camaraderie, a lot of chatter. It's a really fun thing to participate in. And even if you're not participating, it's really great for the discount you get on a lot of great patterns. So check that out. Oh, and 
by the time this goes live, it may be over. Elizabeth Doherty has been doing 50% off a hat pattern on Instagram this week, her hat week. So hopefully by the time you hear this, you'll still have an opportunity to get a hat at 50% off because her hats are super fun to knit. So those were all gift related things that I wanted to mention that are up and coming. And what I've been stocking specifically is actually sweaters. So I've been off on a little sweater. I've been, because I've been sick, I've been on the couch a lot. And for me, when I'm sick, because you have no control over your own health that way, sometimes you have a cold, all you can do is wait it out. So what do I have control over? My buying power. So I often want to buy things when I'm sick and, you know, exert some form of control over my world. And I didn't. I reined it in and I didn't buy any yarn. I don't think I bought any patterns. Well, I want to hear what sweaters you're stocking. Well, here we go. So the first one is thanks to Laura, Laura Knits PA. She posted a picture of what she was wearing in our group the other day, and her sweater was so beautiful. It's the Pour Moi sweater by Lori Versace, and it's a beautiful, simple, I think it's knit top down, kind of A-line style, just straight up stockinette with a nice ribbed border all the way around. It's a button-up cardigan, and it comes in both sport and worsted weights. I just loved it for how simple it was. It looked like the perfect sweater to wear anywhere. And have you no, I Charlene's have looking at it on Ravelry before, right now. Yes. Yeah. I've seen that one before. Because it's just it's so a basic. simple. Yeah. Yeah. And I loved it. And Laura was wearing it with a cowl and mitts and her color was very neutral. I want to say it was a gray and it just went with everything she was wearing and it looks so comfy. And it also has um, short hem, sorry, short rows that drop the hem in the back lower, mm-hmm. which I really love that style because then yeah. it covers your booty if you're wearing leggings or something. So I really like that sweater. So that's the first one I'm stocking. And I also, I have DK, a sweater quantity of DK weight that's been in my mm. stash for a really long time. That would look really beautiful as that sweater. So scheming. And then some others that I've been stocking are a new to me designer, Christina Girlanda, who is, she operates somewhere in Europe. I, I'm sorry, I didn't look at to, to see which country, but I don't even know. Oh, it was a sidebar ad in Ravelry for one of her sweaters. So I just randomly clicked on it and was like, oh my goodness, look at all the pretty sweaters she has. And there were three particularly that caught my eye. One is called Cadenza and it is a pullover striped in worsted weight yarn. And it's just a simple... Not, it might have. It might be an A-line design, or it might just have positive ease. I can't remember, but it's super simple. It has pockets, and I just loved it. It's, it was one of those that instantly appealed to me. And one of the other ones that's also a pullover is called Ebony, and this is more of a tunic length. Again, it's a worsted weight. It's definitely A-line, and it has short sleeves and a shawl collar. And the way the sh- the sleeves work, they're textured. And they don't, I don't even think you knit more to make the sleeves. I'm not, I didn't look carefully at how it's constructed, but it was really cute. And I want to say that one's raglan, isn't it? I'm pretty sure it is. But it's really cute with the pockets. Yeah. And all three of the sweaters have pockets. And this one, I could see the sweater in some of my Madeline Tosh Aaron weight for sure. It just looks really comfy and cozy, perfect over leggings, kind of tunic. Really like it. And then the third one is called Ethos, and it is a cardigan, and it has just one button at the top, super simple, 
And it again is just straight up stockinette, but it has ribbing all along the edges of the sweater, very short sleeves. It is definitely a raglan shaped sweater and it is also in worsted weight yarn. And that one again, I can totally see knit up in Erin. So those, all of them appeal to me. And she has some really cute sweaters. She has a really interesting aesthetic. And one of her sweaters, I didn't care for this one myself, but it's called Dado. And that's what we call my husband. He's never been dad or daddy. He's Dado. So that cracked me up when I saw that sweater. I thought, oh, I wish I liked that sweater because I want to knit a sweater called Dado. <laughs> so I don't know where she got the name, but it uh, appealed to me on that level. So Christina Gerlanda and uh, check her out. She's got some pretty good stuff. So that's what I've been stocking. Cool. Yeah. It's always fun to see a designer I've never a noticed designer, before. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So what have you been knitting? I have been knitting like a fiend on my Granito pullover. Granito is a pattern by Hohilo Catelli. I thought we talked about it. Yeah, was last it episode. Last episode, yeah. we talked about this small collection that she released about Basic and a gray. month ago. Basic and gray. And my Granito is knit in Western Sky Knits Magnolia Luxe Sock, which is somewhat of a luxury blend. It's in MCN, no, M MCS, yeah, which very is Merino Cashmere Silk. Very nice. So it's going to be very soft next to the skin. And mine is in a base. The base of the yarn is gray. And then there are speckles of turquoise, pink, purple, even a little green in there. All jewel toned. All jewel toned. So beautiful. Really lovely. It's knitting up so much nicer than I could have imagined. Not that I imagined it any, not that I imagined it. In not a, stunning. In a, but yeah, yeah, not stunning. I understand but what you mean. It's just gasp worthy. It to really me now. is. It totally is. I'm going to need to buy a sweater going I really here. love this, this colorway. It's called Surprise. Because sometimes you're surprised they at look how amazing different. it is. Yes, and well, and sometimes they look different on right. different, not only on different bases, but just between batches because it has these speckles of color in it. I think it's just the nature of speckled yarn. It can come out probably a little more, more or less speckled per yes, skein yeah. than other skeins. So. It's really, I have been really, really amazingly this, beautiful. I am on the second sleeve. And she has speak. knit this so quickly. I mean, literally, didn't you cast it on two weeks ago Sunday? I think it was maybe a month ago. Wasn't no, it, it couldn't have been. Close we were at Anne's. We were visiting Anne. I don't know. <laughs> it was only two weeks ago because it was after we last recorded. Oh, okay. I'm pretty darn certain. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, she has knit almost a complete sweater in that amount of time. I was stunned when I walked in today. It's like, oh my gosh, you're almost done. It's amazing. It's been very compelling for me. I haven't really picked up anything else to knit. That's like cool. I, said, I love this, that feeling. This yarn is just has mesmerized me, and I really like the pattern. The pattern is very me. So... I'll finish it. I may not be able to wear it for a while, uh, but I love it so far. And like I said, this is the only thing I've been knitting. How about you? What have you been knitting? Oh my gosh, you guys. I've been knitting all the things because I've been on the couch 
sick for days. So what I'm knitting right now in my hands is the spiral hat, which is a free pattern on Ravelry by Laura Kalarik. And it, did I just mention it's free? <laughs> I've knit it before and I had some leftover yarn from a project I'll talk about in a minute and I want to get some more charity hats done so I decided to knit this and there's been some talk in the Ravelry group recently about color work. I think it's Mad Stasher, Anne, who said she hasn't tried color work yet and Terry, you recommended the end paper knits and mm -hmm. paper mitts, which are a great first time color work project because you don't have any floats to catch. Floats are when your yarn goes behind the color work for five or more stitches. So in a perfect first color work project, you're going to be switching colors every two or three stitches at the most so that you don't have to capture your floats behind your, your work. So this hat, you change colors every two stitches and it's an odd number of stitches in the round, so you never even have to pay attention. You just literally do two of that, two of that, two of that, oh, two of that, two of that. Yeah, it's so mindless. That's so very cool. I highly recommend this pattern for anyone who wants to try color work and or just wants a simple color work pattern to work on because it's really fun, it has a really pretty result, and I'm knitting this in String Theory DK in the Azalea colorway, which I'll talk about in a moment, and Rowan Wool Cotton, no, DK Organic Cotton, which unfortunately has been discontinued. I bought this on one of your birthday shopping trips oh, okay. at the Uncommon Thread in wow. Los Altos, and I've had it in my stash for at least probably four years, wow. and I de-stashed the pink I bought because I didn't have enough to do anything with it. And I've been holding on to this gray skein forever. <laughs> so these two colors together, azalea they is kind of a gray. raspberry pink, yeah. and the gray is a really light gray. So it's a striking spiral colorway. It is. That's interesting. Isn't that I'm awesome? not much of a color work knitter. It's not my preferred, it's not my favorite look, but that I really like. Yeah, it's fun. I'm so I'm going to have to try one of those. And I'm knitting with one color in each hand, and there are lots of great video tutorials out there for how to do that. It just basically takes some practice, but this is a great project to learn how to do that on and just practice that because you go be. two of this, two of that, two of yeah, this, two of that, two of this. Switch from hand to hand. I like that. Yeah. So highly recommend that one. Imagine how cool that would be. If one of the yarns were like a color-changing yarn, uh -huh, that'd be amazing. Or a gradient yarn, that yep. would be fun too. And the other effect of this, because you're you're knitting with color work, is that it's double thickness. So this is a charity hat for homeless youth in the Bay Area. So it's going to be really, really warm. Also, that will be yeah. Right. So another bonus for it. So yeah. again, that's the spiral hat by Laura Kalarik. I'm also knitting. The Simple Skip Socks, or Skype Socks, I'm not sure how it's pronounced. It's S-K-Y-P for slip knit yarn something. But it's a pattern I've knit many times by Adrian Koo. It's a free pattern on Ravelry. And these are going to be Christmas socks for my friend Melissa. And I'm using Knit Picks Felici Sport. And I knit a whole sock over the weekend. And I'm on the heel of sock number two, Cuff Down. So those are going very well. This is a sport weight sock so you cast on fewer stitches than you would for a fingering weight sock and that means it goes faster than a fingering weight sock and it's thicker so it keeps your foot even warmer so 
high bang for the buck with the Felici Sport. Very sad that it's been discontinued. It's also a very nice yarn, just it's soft and the most of their colorways are kind of odd. It's self-striping and some of them are just odd. Like the combination <laughs> of colors, you think, where do they come up with that? But some of them are really pretty too. So I'm the one I'm working on right now, I think is called Dapple and it's blues and greens and it's really pretty. Nice. And then I'm also still working on Citadel. So I finished the body. And I blocked the body before I'm going to pick up for the shawl collar and the sleeves. So I'm showing it to Charlene right now. Nice. I'm super, super happy with how it fits, how it looks. It's going to be really wonderful to wear it. So I'm really excited. Yeah, very um, pretty. Isn't it pretty? Yeah. I wanted to knit on it over the weekend, but decided to block it first so that the length was, you know, when you block it, it's going to grow. I wanted to have that growth finished before I picked up stitches to do the collar and it took quite a wh- a long time for it to dry this weekend because the weather was so off and on sunny yeah. so it took a while for it to dry so I haven't been able to work on it since the weekend but I'm looking forward to it because once I got head down on it last week mm-hmm. I cruised through the body yeah you did yeah I was you really, really happy did. with my progress and no more oopses on my cables my cables all went smoothly so super super excited about it it's kind of like one of those masterpiece knits, you know, there's so much to it and I'm really pleased with how it's turning out. Yeah. So that's Citadel by Hohi Locatelli. And what have you finished? Oh, I haven't finished anything this weekend because I've been (laughs) uber focused on the Granito. You're almost done with that. That is it. So why don't you tell us what you finished? So again, remember I was sick on the couch for (laughs) three and a half days. So I've had a enormous amount of knitting time, way more than normal. So I cast on and finished the Entrechat Baby Shrug by a designer named Lisa Shemery. And it is the cutest little shrug on the planet. It really is. That's adorable. My best friend from middle school and high school and early 20s is about to become a grandmother, which is very sobering. Charlene's looking at me mouth open like, Oh my gosh. Yes. Grandmother age. Her daughter is due November 17th and I wanted to knit her something and thought, okay, that's not a whole lot of time. I didn't give myself a lot of time, obviously. So this pattern I knit up in one day, 137 yards, and it's adorable. It's so super cute. It's a top down raglan raglan shaping. You don't even pick up to finish the sleeves, you just no, they're just little, yeah, tiny they're teeny caps. tiny little cap yeah. sleeves, and then you pick up the fronts to do this little skirt around the body, and you do this cute little textured stitch, and it is so adorable. There's one little buttonhole at the collar, so it's a one button, and now I'm gonna go find a dress for it to match it, and it's gonna be the cutest little baby gift ever. How many yards did you say? 137. So I knit about okay. as much or less than many hats yes. that are out there. Yes. So that's how little yarn this adorable garment took. Yes. <laughs> Super fascinating. I just High thought I should mention that because, yes, people are going to gasp that you finished it, but 137 yards is less than many DK weight hats. Right. So, And I want to say the pattern called for sport weight yarn. It called for a different weight than what I had, but Caitlin, the mom, her favorite color is pink. 
So I really wanted to use pink and I've had this skein of yarn. It is string theory DK superwash merino. It was a gift from my awesome friend Maggie and it's been in my stash for years and I keep waiting for the perfect project for it. This is the perfect yeah. project. This really worked out. And really I, worked out. It's one of those things I really wanted to knit something for myself with it because it was a gift from a friend. Yeah. But what cooler thing to do than to give it to yeah. my best it's friend's beautiful. daughter's right. baby. It's beautiful. <laughs> I mean, what a fun little knit. And I have a, a button that goes really well with it from my button stash. So Great. super happy with that. Yeah. And I knit the 12-month size because I knew – so it probably was a worsted weight sweater. And I was using a smaller gauge yarn. Mm -hmm. So I knit a 12-month and I doubt this is a 12-month baby size. So I got a smaller resulting size than 12-month size because I was using a well, that's lower the gauge yarn. beauty, really, of knitting for babies. You don't have to necessarily limit yourself to the yarn weight that's called for in the pattern if you don't mind it yielding a slightly different size because with babies it will fit them eventually. at some point yeah yes. exactly <laughs> at some stage it will fit little baby it Layla. will fit them even if you go off pattern yep gauge wise it will fit eventually and i'm going to knit her my favorite ever girl baby sweater which is the helena by allison Aww. will green <laughs> i've knit that at least three times shasta you have one of those and I will knit her another one in a larger size. Nice. So when Layla's bigger, she has a bigger sweater to wear. <laughs> and speaking of baby knits, I finished my baby sophisticate, which is a pattern by Linden Down. And it is this, it's so stinking cute. It's it just is. like a little grandpa sweater a little with a little shawl collar. gentlemanly sweater. It's yes. so adorable. And this was in Malabrigo Rios in the Bobby Blue colorway, which is an amazing teal leaning blue. Nice. And I'm super happy with this one. I need to go get buttons for it because nothing in my stash worked for it, which was unfortunate. And I also finished my Kilbride Beret by Wooly Wormhead. And I knit this one in Hazel Knits Divine Fingering Weight Yarn in the Jam Session colorway, which is a beautiful burgundy pink. Cute. And it took about 190 yards. Oh, the Baby Sophisticate took about 335 yards for the 12-month size. Oh, good to know. Yeah. And the Kilbride Braid has at least four, if not five, sizes. And I think I knit the 19-inch brim size. Yeah, there's... Remember, that collection, even though it says for kids, is sized through adults. Yeah, so don't let the title of the book right. fool you. But this beret, I love it. I think it's beautiful, and I will wear it a lot. I really like the way it looks on me and the color on against my skin and my hair. I'm really happy with it. But it was kind of a slog. I think part of that was because I wasn't feeling well. Mm. But it's all it's garter stitch in the round. So you're purling every other row. And I think I just needed just knitting. I think, yeah, it, you know, switching can, from knit to purl. Was, garter stitch in the round can be a bit of a slog yeah. for me as well. So maybe that's what it was. But the resulting lace pattern is subtle but nice. And the way she did the decreases worked extremely well there you can see the decrease lines but they're very subtle and I really like the way it turned out and then I did a little tiny i-cord top to it that was my own just stem. because I like yeah the little <laughs> tiny stem that sticks off the top it's very French so yeah I finished all three of those projects and I'm super happy with all of them and I have 
leftover yarn in all of them for various stash busting projects now. Nice. Yeah. So super happy two weeks of knitting. <laughs> and now for where are they now? <laughs> <laughs> so every once in a while, Gail and I like to pull out a garment from years gone by. That makes us sound really old. <laughs> well, from past years of knitting. <coughs> and share with you all whether it has lasted the test of time, the test of years, whether it's something we still wear, whether it's something we still reach for, how the yarn has held up, that kind of thing. I think it's kind of interesting. So the sweater that I want to talk about today is one called the Breezy Cardigan, which was designed by Hannah Fettig. I had this sweater out. Boo is now laying <laughs> on top of it, napping heartily, so I will not pull it out to show Gail. As she had I to save it from it. his little paws, too. He was kneading on it. He was kneading it, so I ran and got his little fleece blanket and put his fleece blanket on top of the sweater. So then and he, he was not very pleased. Continue his kneading. He looked a little insulted, but <laughs> it's okay. So the Breezy Cardigan is one that I knit back in the fall of 2012, though the pattern was released in May of 2011. Now I mentioned the dates because when I pull this sweater out currently, the first thing is that I look at the design and the design does feel a little dated to really? me. Really? Yeah. I don't feel... Oh, look at that picture. Like it is, it, that silhouette is not really, it was very common at the time, but there's not really new sweaters coming out with that kind of. I see people wearing those around all the time. People, though. people are definitely still wearing them, but I definitely look at it and think of it as passe. Not necessarily passe, but I, I, I think of it as a design from a couple years ago. And explain the ago. design. I don't think that. So it's a very loose fitting, open, drapey front cardigan that is short in the back, but you continue to increase on the fronts. So you have these fronts that hang down quite a bit. So it's uneven hem, but longer in the front. Does that make sense? Not mm -hmm. longer. But it, it hangs Drapey. down lower, drapes yeah. down lower in the front. And it's actually a really nice design. I still like wearing it. But just when I look at it, I think of it as a design from a couple years ago. That's all. It's not, not horribly bad, but a little dated. So, and I definitely when I put it on, it feels nice and cozy. The yarn that I used, Madeline Tosh Lace, has held up amazingly well. I don't know if you can see. There's a little mm -hmm. bit of it poking out from under Boo. Can I work it out from the it, oh, doesn't, it hasn't really peeled. You can, yeah. Just it's under it him right very solidly. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to try to move it. Yeah. It, it hasn't really peeled. There... Why did they discontinue that yarn? It, it's it makes a, me it, so The sad. lace yarn... What, was applied yarn that has been discontinued, yes. 
But I'm amazed at how well this yarn has held up. And let me tell you why. I remember this. when I washed this sweater, it grew to such proportions that I'm not kidding. I think the fronts, if I had tried to put it on, the fronts were probably on the floor. (laughs) It stretched out so much. And every time I wash it, no questions, no considerations. I just toss the thing in the dryer unabashedly, put it on dry, and walk away. Now, do you dry it on low or on air dry, or what? Do you, how I do you? I think dry it? I do it on the lowest possible setting. But with this sweater, I don't have that fear where I have to check it every five minutes because I have gone through this routine. So, so much times. now, yeah. so many times. It's a sweater that has seen a lot of wear since it was knit back in 2012. And it's a very light color, so it has been washed and gone through the dryer routine a lot. And I just walk away from it. I don't check it every five minutes. I let it dry because you know what? Even if it shrinks up a little bit, it stretches right back out. Well, I'm glad you said that today, especially because I was a little late getting here today because I told Charlene I was going to wait until the laundry was oh, finished yeah. so I could I... put something in the dryer. <laughs> well, what I put into the dryer was my Ease sweater oh, okay. because I wore that a lot while I wasn't feeling well and it wasn't loving life, so it really needed to be washed. <laughs> and I thought, okay, it's super washable. I'm putting this baby in the washing machine on delicate. I'm going to spin it and I'm going to put it in the dryer and extra low wow. and leave the house. And I oh drove away. Oh my gosh. So I'm, I'm not sure I would be so cavalier about it if I hadn't done it before. Well, I figure what's the worst that's going to happen. It's yeah. going to get pilled. And yeah. you know what I did? Well, one of the things that I bought while I was sick, I bought a gleaner. Thank you, Zoe, Espresso Bean, and others who were promoting them on their Instagram feeds because I saw the, I've heard that cleaners are really great for depilling, and I bought one of those Conair little battery-powered ones that I really liked, but it's junk. It doesn't keep going, so the cleaner is non-battery-powered, and it has three heads. It kind of looks like a giant razor, and I haven't tried it yet. But I kept telling myself, okay, you have this brand new gleaner. So if that sweater comes out of the dryer pilled, you'll just shave it. Well, so I'm I'll let really you know how it goes. Later see how it works. Yes. I have better hope now, though, than I did before. Yes. So. so, like I mentioned, this Madeline Tosh lace, which is a discontinued yarn, it's applied yarn. So I guess that has kept it yeah. from pilling a lot. I can't say that knitting it tightly helped keep it from pilling because the sweaters knit very loosely. And then the next thing I'm going to say you might be shocked at after me saying how well it's held up and everything, but I'm actually considering repurposing this yarn. Really? Yeah. I never liked the way the collar looked yeah, on this Yeah, I'm not in love with it. That's the reason that I never knit it. Yeah. The collar, the the tips of the collar hang down like to your belly button. Yeah. I've never liked the way the collar came out. And I have to say, I've been wearing it recently because it came out when I shuffled my sweaters around. (laughs) It was on the top of the pile. (laughs) But the way that I've been wearing it, 
is kind of as a robe almost. I've been wearing it at home over my jammy top or when I want to feel cozy at home. And I'm thinking I, I like the yarn for that purpose because it's a really lightweight, soft yarn that feels really good. But I might want a different sweater. <laughs> but if you if you wear it for that and you enjoy it, there might be something to said something to be said for keeping yeah, it that way. Exactly. So I haven't I haven't really decided and part of that is because I don't have a plan or another sweater that I really want to make. With so when yarn. you do, you can do But it if then. I happen to come across one, I might consider it. Okay, Shasta has been stocking it. lace weight sweaters, so you should check I'll, on her I'll progress. Check. Maybe she's got a bundle she yep. can share with me. But yeah, I'm considering it. I like I said, I don't have anything planned, but now that I've got that little piece of knowledge in my head that I do potentially have a sweater quantities of lace weight, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> So that was the Breezy Cardigan by Hannah Fettig. How about you? Where is your sweater now? <laughs> so I actually went back to my very original show notes. So Charlene and I both have written show notes, and I pulled out mm -hmm. my very first composition notebook of show notes and went to all oh, little boobs making sleep noises. And I went to episode one was basically our introductions. So there wasn't much really that we were stocking or knitting. Really, There were a couple things, but... Episode two, I was stocking the Aranya sweater by Ann Weaver, which oh. is a knitty pattern, so it's free. It is a pretty intense colorwork sweater. So I was stocking that, and let's see, I don't think I had the dates way back then, but that was, what, almost five years ago now. And I actually knit that sweater for our self-indulgent knit-along for 2013. So that's also... I wrote that down to remind myself to mention we will be having the self-indulgent knit-along for 2017. Oh, that's right. We should mention yeah, that so, so people can start planning. Yeah, those of you who aren't familiar with this knit-along, it's the second big knit-along we do every year. We do Colors of Fall, and then we do the self-indulgent knit-along, which means knit anything you want in any yarn you want as long as it feels self-indulgent, whether that's for yourself, whether that's because you're knitting something for someone else, whether that's because you're indulging in a pattern you've wanted to knit for a long time, whether that's just because you're knitting something that isn't a gift because it's the end <laughs> of the gift knitting season. Yes. So that always kicks off on January 1st. Charlene and I both like to actually start a new project on the first day of mm -hmm. the year. And it usually wraps up sometime in March. So you have a lot of time to knit anything your heart desires. You can double, triple dip in any other knit along that happens to be going on at the same time. We always have great prices and it's just a fun knit along because anything goes. Mm -hmm. So that was my self-indulgent knit along for 2013. So where is it now? I've been wearing my Aranya lately. It is a zip up sweater and I have a double, a uh, two-way zip so I can zip it up from the bottom or down from the top. Cool. And I've been wearing it a lot. When I first made it, I didn't like the way it fit. Well, I'm a little bit bigger now than I was then. So now I'm really liking the way it fits. And it's a beautiful sweater. I knit it in Madeline Tosh 
MCN Sport, I believe, and the main color is Coquette, which is my favorite pink of Malintosh's. And then I used grays, I think, and maybe a white for the color work. It's just beautiful. It's such really a striking like sweater. One. It really is. It's one of those things that I look at it and go, wow, I knit that? That's really cool. <laughs> so I actually brought that when we went to visit Anne a few weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, I really like that And I don't one. think it's been cold enough to wear it since. So, But it is back in rotation. It's on the shelf where all my to-be-worn sweaters are living. And the other one from episode two was Laika. I was knitting oh. Laika back then. So that was January of 2012 that I was knitting my Laika and that has seen some action lately too. So it was funny that the two sweaters from that long ago are actually in rotation now. That's great. So the, That's and they're great. both Madeline Tosh yarns actually, and they've held up remarkably well. They don't get a ton of wear, so it's not like they're put through their paces all the time, but they've both held up really well. They're both still things that you wear and you don't feel like you're out of fashion in any way. Mm -hmm. And they're just great sweaters. So super happy with Oranya and Laika. So, and Charlene, just recently we talked about you maybe knitting a second Laika. I still love that sweater. I absolutely love that sweater. I would have to figure out how to make it possible, but I, I really like that one. Yeah, just a recap on that one. It's a Yisolda Teague sweater from her book, Little Red in the City, and it's an all-over lace sweater with a hood and long sleeves and raglan shaping, and the reason it's daunting, not only is it all-over lace in fingering weight, so there's a lot of knitting involved, but then you pick up all the way around the border of the sweater, so the bottoms, the collars, around the hood, and back down again. And then you knit garter stitch forever. And it leaves a beautiful finished edge, of course. It's just a stunning sweater. But there's a lot of knitting, and you hold the yarn doubled, right, for the the border. So there's a lot of sweater that you're holding up while you knit that border. And that's the sweater that broke Charlene because it weighed so much. It hurt her wrists and elbows. So (laughs) knitting another one, that's the thing that I think stops you more than anything yes it is but maybe i can figure out a way around it or find another pattern and merge the two do something we'll see or you could be like tanya who is yarnosaurus okay so we did an episode a long time ago about people on ravelry who we love to stalk just because their projects are so amazing and tanya yarnosaurus is one of those people and yes, she and has she's knit, knit about six of those yeah sweaters. i think she's knit eight now oh, she is knit several versions of them so Laika is a cardigan but she has knitted as a pullover she's knitted I think as a dress she has knit many different versions of it and they're all just amazing (laughs) so if you're ever curious about how you could modify Laika go check out her feed because wow oh wow she's an amazing knitter very accomplished so that's where those two sweaters are now all right And we wanted to do a recap of some tips by our last episode. So we talked about finishing in the last episode. We did. We had a few tips and tricks for people and suggestions. And there was some really good discussion in our Ravelry group and in person with some listeners uh, with some suggestions about other things for finishing some more ideas that we yeah more ideas yeah one of the suggestions that we had when we 
spoke in episode 126 for finishing hats with a pom-pom on top was to put a button underneath so that you could have something to secure the pom-pom to a little more securely than just the stitching on the hat and to give the pom-pom just a little base to balance on. And one of the suggestions that came from our listener Stephanie, although she said she got it from somebody else, so I think it's one of those suggestions that is just passed on in knitter lore from knitter that to I knitter. wish I'd known about all these years. Thank you, Stephanie. So this one is very cool. She suggested to stitch the pom pom to the button and then make the hole at the top of the hat large enough to pass the button through, but small enough to still keep the button secure. So you'll have to, depending on the size of the button, work that out. If you're closing the top of the hat, if the hat is knit from the ribs to the top, then you leave a little hole at the top. Now I'll say that again, large enough to pass the button through, but small enough so that your button is secure and not falling off. And the reason being, then you can remove the pom-pom on the top of the hat. So you have a choice of having a pom-pommed hat or a non-pom-pommed hat, or you can make different color pom-poms for your oh, hat. I didn't even think of that. the look of your hat with different color pom-poms. And you could wash your hat without and destroying you your pom-pom. That was my favorite part of it. It was like, oh my yeah. gosh. So I thought that was a really cool suggestion. Mm-hmm. Very, 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 very smart, cool. Stephanie. Yeah. Thank you for passing that on because yeah. I'm definitely going to do that on my next time. Yeah. The other thing that was suggested was to buy an extra button and possibly stitch it onto a side seam of the sweater like we often see in commercial, commercially available sweaters. Or have a designated area box bag, box bag or tin for your sweater buttons and a collection of a few yards of the yarns that you have used for sweaters for repairs. The reason being is that a lot of us, if we have a half skein or a whole skein, we'll go on and use that yarn for a hat or put it in another project and you could possibly use all the yarn and then a couple years from now you need a repair and you only need a yard or two but that hat or that yarn might be used in a hat and might be all gone so if you find a designated area that you label as such for your extra buttons and a yard or two i would say maybe three yards of yarn just to be safe. Mm -hmm. You can wind that tiny little bit into a coil and just tuck that in securely with your extra buttons. That's such a good idea. Yeah, you've told, I think that's neat. You've been telling me that about saving that yarn for years. <laughs> and I started to, and I've never yet needed it, so I stopped. But that's yeah. foolish because someday <laughs> I'm going to need it. So I really need to start doing that. And I have beautiful tins that I've collected that would be perfect right for that, I so. do too that's why I said a tin because mm -hmm. a lot of us have those gift tins or cookie tins or tea tins or souvenir tins souvenir or, yeah tins, I have a lot of things like that hand lotion tins that kind of thing so. and I thought it was brilliant the buy an extra button idea mm -hmm. because I don't do that 
And it's so smart to do because remember the day you were showing me your buttons for Grace? And Mm -hmm. so we're standing here after we recorded one day and Charlene took her buttons out for the sweater that she was working on. And I get home and I get a text from her saying, did by any chance, did one of the buttons end up in your bag? No, there's no button in my bag. She said, it just completely disappeared. So you know how it is. You've all had double pointed needles that do that or the Mm -hmm. sock that you can't find. There's always that mystery place, the black hole Mm -hmm. of, yeah, where something vanishes. Buttons like to disappear into those holes. So having a spare button is a really good idea. Yeah. So thank you, everybody, for those tips. And please do keep them coming because you're always teaching us new things. <laughs> and all of us can learn new things and put them into our knitting. And it's so cool, especially that removable pom-pom idea. I love that I idea. love that, too. So, yeah, more tips and tricks. Keep them coming. And we'll mention as many as we can when we see them. Yep. And start thinking now about your self-indulgent knit-along project because – We don't do whips, so we don't want you to cast on until January 1st. But you can, of course, swatch and plan and buy yarn. (laughs) (laughs) Or shop out something that's been sitting in your stash that you have, that has taken on that aura of being too good good to to knit, too good to knit. Pull that sucker out. Yeah, that's perfect (laughs) for the self-indulgent knit-along. It's that yarn that has reached that mythical status that, oh, I can never knit it because that dyer doesn't dye anymore or, you know, whatever the the tag in your brain says. But, hey, knit it because what good is it doing (laughs) sitting in your stash when it could be on your body? So I'm super excited about that knit-along. We should talk soon about what we're scheming because I already have two things that I'd really love to knit for that. And we also are going to have a review episode coming up soon because we have lots of beautiful books and pattern collections that we've been asked to review that we want to do all in one go. Yeah. So look forward to that coming up as well. One reminder, if you are interested in the Northern California Knitting Retreat, which is a retreat event that the Yarniacs podcast and the two Knitlet Chicks, as well as an organizing committee put on in April, with the next retreat will be April of 2017. If you are interested, the date for the few remaining spots, is, well, the date for the lottery is November 15th, which is coming up quickly. Really quickly. If you are interested, hopefully you've seen the announcement in the Knockers group on Ravelry. And like I said, that date is coming up soon, and we will determine attendees based on the lottery for the remaining spots. And it's a super fun event. It is. Very, very low-key. It's like the most sedate and relaxing. It is a real retreat. It's a retreat in the true sense of the word because all we do is relax and knit. (laughs) And eat. They have wonderful food there. The St. Francis Retreat Center has a fabulous cafeteria area cafeteria makes it sound bad but it's delicious food and it's all on site you don't have to drive anywhere you don't have to do anything you don't have to go to a class a lot of people just actually stay in their pajamas all day yeah it's fantastic it is and there's no pressure to buy anything there's no market it's just <laughs> sit just and, knit and chat and relax <laughs> there's no laundry there are no dishes there are no children yeah. it's fantastic it is so yeah november 15th is the deadline this is the for deadline the for the lottery yep 
So thank you so much for listening, everybody. We it's do been appreciate a joy it. to record as always. And thanks so much for all the chatter lately. I know as the holidays approach, people start to get busier and busier. So if you have time to chat, that's fantastic. And if not, that's okay, of course, too. We hope that everybody's trying to stay sane and happy knitting. Happy knitting. Bye. Bye-bye. You can find our podcast on iTunes at Yarniax Podcast. Visit our blog with show notes at yarniax.com. We have a friendly and engaging Yarniax Podcast Ravelry group. My Ravelry name is Knitter Ninja Shar. Gail's is Gaily Whaley. You can follow us on Twitter at Yarniacs or on Instagram at Yarniac and at Gaily Whaley.